What the fuck? We should just, uh, how have you been? just get into this. Oh, uh, how have I been? <laughs> uh, well, I just ate this pizza that makes, it's making my stomach hurt, so... Thumbs oh, down. Shit, but it was, like, this, like... Terrible idea. Vegan toppers, buffalo... Whatever. Oh, my buffalo God. Buffalo fake chicken. My stomach hurts just, <laughs> just thinking about that. Oh. <laughs> no, but it sounds delicious. Yeah, it was really good but also really bad oh that reminds me of my wife my wife wife. and i we uh we ate some ramen last night and it was like so goddamn greasy but it was one of those situations where it was like so delicious at first but then like halfway through i was like oh my god (laughs) like i couldn't move for like a couple hours yeah but it was good. Were you just know. full or was it like the like... Yeah, it was like both. It was like the fucking oiliness because mm-hmm. it was like... Uh, what do you call that stuff? Uh, tempura? Like it was like oh, yeah. deep fried veggies. But that was like on top of the oh ramen, which was like yep. fucking kale noodles or some shit. And then we had the little dumplings. They were koodles. It was all vegan, but I was really nervous because I, I took a bite of one of the dumplings and there was like, it looked like meat. I was like, is this fucking pork? And then I, lo- <laughs> I looked it up on the menu and it was like seitan. I was oh, like, okay, yeah. fair enough. I've had that before uh, where I'm like, something is so convincing that I think it might actually be meat. Oh yeah. I had that with the fucking, um, what was that burger? The impossible burger yeah. when they... <laughs> They brought it to, like, fucking Burger King or something. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, dog, I'm going to go to Burger King. And then I was eating it, and I was like, I actually have no idea if this is real meat or not. Yeah. Yeah. I recently became aware of the fact that they have those at Burger King now, and I was like, oh, no, this is bad. (laughs) This is bad for me. Yeah, for sure. But luckily I haven't tried it yet. Yeah, I don't know. I would steer clear. It's just like... get back on track. Yeah. Yeah, dog. Trying to... I'm just trying to eat fucking fruit and veggies. Yep. Just add that add that to the shitty food I eat. It's like... Just balance it out. Oh, God. It's so bad. (laughs) It'll all turn out fine. Yeah. We're like still on this mochi kick and now we're on this like... (laughs) White cheddar popcorn. Oh just eat there's a there's a vegan white cheddar popcorn actually what's the brand it's like smart i don't fucking, smart pop? i forgot it's like smart pop. Uh, yeah all the all the ones that are like vaguely better because there's no cholesterol yeah. but they're still and then they're like smart smart butter <laughs> like it's just oil instead of like also dairy yeah yeah what are we going to talk about oh yeah should, should we just start talking about stuff because yeah, so we well, we haven't recorded in a while because of various personal life circumstances. Yeah, but it, we're just saying it's a, a holiday break. Holiday but, break. I mean, also, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I always almost like tell shitty, them, like, personal things. stuff about us. Uh, well, I mean, you can do a little bit, not, you know. <laughs> uh, well, for... For me, it was like uh, I thought my unemployment was running out, which it 
told me it was, and then I got this job, and then it turns out I was calling like 10 different numbers trying to figure out what the fuck was going on, and then somebody finally answered, and they're like, oh, actually, we don't need any more people, and I was like, but I got hired. (laughs) Psych. Yeah, so I was frustrated about that, and I was like paranoid about getting money to, to survive under capitalism. Yeah. As it were, but, you know, you know, as it is, you know, the thing, <laughs> uh, you, what you, have you been, you, you know, the thing, you, you know, the thing, <laughs> oh my God, uh, what is your deal, Hannah? It's dealing with some, I can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, but, just, but you know, some stuff about issues and topics, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, my personal life has been, I don't know. All right, I guess, but there's just enough things that are stressful that I'm just like, god damn. But uh Yeah. Yeah, here we are recording again. We have a couple of topics yeah. in mind, some recent events. Yeah. Oh wait, we should say um welcome to this American left. My name is Matthew. <laughs> My name is Hannah. And we are siblings. siblings. (laughs) Oh my god, we're so rusty, it's it's pathetic. Terrifying. Terrible. This is going to be our worst episode. Yeah, like, wow. People are just going to be like, turn it on for like 10 minutes and be like, alright, I'm never listening to this again. You're going to lose like half your followers. Yeah. That one, uh, well, do we want to talk about like, fucking Brett from Rev Left came on. Yeah, that was was awesome. awesome. That was a great conversation. We're never going to reach that level again. So. <laughs> yeah, I hope up, you guys folks. really, really reveled in that because it's just going to get worse from here. Yeah, no, uh, there's actually, we have some prospects. Um, we are planning on doing a, an episode on the student debt crisis. Uh, that will be probably our next one. Which is like, and then, yeah, <laughs> definitely on a lot of people's yeah. minds right now. Yeah, I think Biden recently... He's been kind of, uh, what do you call it? Like, just inconsistent or flip-flopping, I think is the word. Lying. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he he's, he lies all the time, too, so that's part of it. But but he said he's he's willing to think about, like, forgiving up to $10,000 of student debt per person of federal loans. So it's like the stupid little half measures that do jack shit, yeah. you know? Like the fucking Obamacare where he was like, uh, we'll just like have an exchange website where you can like, I mean, it it covered more people, but that doesn't mean people can afford health insurance, like their premiums and co-pays and all that shit. Because there was still all the statistics of like, you know, 20, 30,000 people dying every year due to lack of access access to healthcare, like... It's going to be one of those neoliberal things where he's like, oh, we'll throw you a bone and then most of most things will be horrible still. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I don't know, just what we always talk about with like the Democratic Party of like just kind of keeping up appearances more so than actually like having like concrete material changes for people. It's more like, oh, it looks like we're doing yeah. this thing. It's like they have to balance the spectacle of what they're doing with like keeping the donors happy like uh the, just <laughs> make sure their that actual constituents. people are still dying a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah 
Make sure there's still profit from the mass mass death yeah, and suffering. Yeah, exactly. Like, well, the, the other thing about Biden and the student debt crisis, as we mentioned on the Biden episode, entitled "Oh Biden, Obama," <laughs> you should check, you should check, check it, it out. out. Is that Biden? You know, he basically wrote the uh, debt bankruptcy bill in 2005 that yep. basically prevented uh, student borrowers from being able to discharge their debt through bankruptcy. Can so, take that I mean, to the bank. He's going to like do this little thing and be like, oh my God, look at, I'm the shit. And then people are going to be like, wait, but it's your fault that this <laughs> fucking exists in yeah. the first place. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah. And, uh. Fucking A. Kind of bridges, not really, but kind of into the whole, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. With the alleged government that we have in this country <laughs> alleged government <laughs> there's something some kind of state apparatus yeah i mean it's like well actually i guess the first thing i want to mention is just like this false sense that like things were not necessarily improving but we're like headed in the direction of life's gonna improve with like covid and the government and all these different yeah. aspects. I think a lot of people had that, like, sense of, I don't know, hope. Yeah, like healing. Yeah. Like what Biden is saying, the nation coming together and healing yeah. from Trump. <laughs> and it's just going to be like, Trump is gone, but the same policies. <laughs> yeah, Trump. Yeah. And know. it, well, so yeah, if he does, if we do actually get this dude out of there, then. Yeah. Then, yeah, the continuation of just everything under biden and then also the fact that trumpism is like so widespread obviously all yeah. of these people are like avid rabid supporters of this dude willing to do yeah. some pretty extreme things yeah and even the not so extreme ones i mean what did trump get like 70 million votes or something yeah. like that so I mean, that's the other thing about this is that it's not going away. The material conditions that led to this moment, not only white supremacy, colonialism, all that shit, but also neoliberalism and how the, you know, the standard of living deteriorated and jobs were shipped overseas. The list goes on, you know, unions were decimated and Biden is just going to continue those policies and then Whoa, everyone's going to be really surprised when a, a fucking very competent fascist comes in in like 2024 or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and the white nationalist movement is stronger and learned yeah, lessons from 100%. this fucking clown car coup that just happened. Like, it wasn't even a coup. It was like, you know, a, a, a riot basically. But, you know, five people died. Should we kind of talk about that yeah. a little bit? I was... I was at work when people started texting me and then I started like checking updates on what was happening. Um, basically, I became aware that there was, you know, obviously the huge protest of Trump supporters at the Capitol. He was giving this speech, which was basically like, just like lies about how he won the election. <laughs> Yeah. And he was kind of just like, we can't let this happen. All of these, 
phrases that, you know, he's essentially, like, goading them on, and then... Yeah, yeah. inciting. And then... I think obviously like a lot of people's first thought was like, hold on, like why, what's, what's going on with like the police and the security aspect of it. Right. And then the videos emerged of cops just like waving people in through the bar- <laughs> the barricades or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, if you saw that one and like selfies, taking, taking selfies. selfies. With the cops and, um, I mean, it's just so blatant. Yeah. So. Yeah, is it the the co- cops and clan go hand in hand, you know, as talking about how they were saying that at this protest in like 2016 and I was like that was before I knew a lot about the um really white supremacist nature of American policing. But yeah, it's like they were just collaborating like openly. Um not all of the Capitol police, but definitely some of them. Um the one, the one kind of I mean, obviously, the the woman who got shot and, and died, that was one example of kind of the, you know, there was some opposition toward the riot from the Capitol Police. But, yeah, it was very mixed. And it's obviously a huge contrast with, like, the Black Lives Matter movement mm-hmm. throughout, the, throughout the year, uh, throughout the summer and whatnot. People getting not only just brutalized and... Um, shot with so-called rubber bullets Mm -hmm. which are not they're just regular bullets with rubber coating um and you know people dying from like inhaling actual like internationally banned substances you know like the yeah yeah so like um yeah i mean they were like yeah it's just such a stark contrast yeah so I don't know. And there's obviously like people getting abducted from yeah. Black Lives Matter. I know. We were, I was <laughs> just talking about That was this. kind of the. I was like, yeah. do you think that. Because we were just. Me and my friend were just talking about like. That aspect specifically of people getting like picked up off the street in unmarked. And then kidnapped into unmarked vans. Yeah. And then being held in these like hostage like factory buildings and like fucking little concentration with like no information and they weren't like allowed to drink water and shit and then yeah it was horrifying you contrast that with like obviously barely any of that same reaction plus they're being essentially like welcomed in yeah exactly so yeah another illustration of the cops being on the side of the white supremacists the neo-nazis there's a guy wearing like a Mm -hmm. camp auschwitz shirt there um we were just hannah and i were just kind of exchanging some information about the past with you know trump being obviously like kind of inciting neo-nazism a little Mm -hmm. bit more or a lot more but um the uh like the prod boys wearing the shirts um let's say 6MWE, which means six million wasn't enough. It's a very blatant sort of Nazi slogan. So, yeah, I mean, this is something that people, like, most of us saw it coming, like, on the left, you know? Um, But then there's just the people who are really naive and obviously the Trump supporters themselves who are just like, yeah, making America great again. And then 
he has like his band of like brown shirts that are like literal Nazis. I don't know. <laughs> I just can't. I don't even know what to say sometimes because I'm like, can't believe that this is like real life. That's what that was kind of my. Yeah. Obviously, it's like you can see it coming, but then when like this type of thing actually happens, you like, I don't know. For the first couple of days afterwards, I was just like, walking around in a daze, like, oh man, this is bad. Yeah, for this sure. This is really bad. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like, it is a historic moment, but it's also like, it's like scary. There's so many emotions because it's like really scary, but then. It's also, like, really pathetic yeah. once you learn about fucking idiots, like, just sitting in chairs, yeah. like, what do we do now? Yeah. Um, stealing things, taking selfies, like, incriminating photos yeah. so that they're all getting fucking arrested by the FBI now. Yeah. Um, I know, like, yeah. it's but, such uh, a, yeah, such yeah. a spectacle of, like, truly it's terrifying because of, like, what they represent and what they believe and, like, what they're being allowed to do, essentially, but... It's also just very, like, yeah. you know, like you said, the clown car, like, comical aspect of it, where it's, like, these fucking bros, and they're just wearing, they're, like, painted American flags on them, like, they're going to, like, a sports event, wearing, like, a yeah. Vikings hat, and, like, it's just so absurd. And, like, the sense of entitlement, yeah. like, how they, it's almost, like, the people who don't believe in white privilege like it's exemplified through like yeah the shit that they do where they're just like yeah we're gonna do like a little insurrection and they're just like milling around and, like like in a sense they like knew they could get away with it yeah i just all the videos i had seen from it like like dudes yelling in the camera like this is what happens when the government turns on you and i don't know all this stuff and i was just like what are you mad about? Yeah. They're just like this cult of like Trump worshipers who are like, I saw something that Trump raised like millions upon millions of dollars in the last couple of weeks for this whole like stop the steal initiative. So it's just like, he's still a con man and yeah. they're just like so indoctrinated by him and by like his image and like, obviously the like neo-fascist kind of themes of like um victimhood and like yeah masculinity and all the the national like the nationalism and stuff but it's just really pathetic but it's also like yeah like really dangerous at the same time but then there's the issue i guess the issue of like what's going to happen after this which i mean it's <laughs> It's not, I wouldn't compare it to 9-11, obviously, but like in terms of the federal government response, you know, the U.S. Uh, federal government passed the Patriot Act shortly after 9-11, uh, 2001, mm -hmm. which is a very draconian law that cracked down on, it re really was targeting like anti-war activists and Muslims primarily. Um, it was very much in violation of, you know, the Bill of Rights in terms of like the right to avoid searches and seizures and things like that. Um, so, like, what's going to happen after this is definitely going to be pretty intense, I think. Especially judging by Biden, he's always been very much the tough-on-crime kind of conservative. Yeah. So... Is that what you were talking about when be... you said the, like, this is going to somehow be, like, 
then they're going to target like Antifa. Yeah, definitely. There's going to be the both sides ism or whatever where they're going to. Yeah, that's my theory about this is they're going to just because news anchors were using the, the term anarchist and anarchism to describe like like fascists like which it, i mean it's really irresponsible but it's like kind of part of their whole spiel of like protecting the status quo where they're like the the horseshoe theory where they equate the left with the right mm. the far left yeah. with the far right so i think one of the developments will be like <clears throat> the biden administration will be kind of like denouncing extremism and anarchism and like They'll basically use the same terms to describe the left as they as they describe the right. Mm-hmm. There won't be this analysis of the actual ideologies and the and the vast differences, obviously. Mm-hmm. It'll just be like, Oh, remember, never forget, January sixth, like this fucking extremists came and, and and they'll just like if you if you're like oh can we get medicare for all and they'll be like oh that sounds pretty pretty much ex- like an extremist like that's a, that's what i feel like is gonna happen because yeah. they need something they need something to fall back on to like as an excuse for not passing anything progressive and for continuing imperialism and austerity and things like that yeah so. yeah that's what one of was one of my main concerns when this happened was like they're going to be like, well, the Black Lives Matter protests, you know, like, why can they do that? Why are you defending their actions and their violence or whatever? Like, property yeah. destruction, not actual violence, but, like, property destruction is obviously yeah. they're equating that with, like, what happened at the Capitol. And it's like... Right. So, like, to people who don't understand, like you said, the complexities of these different like viewpoints and like really what it means it's like yeah on a base level just being like well that's the same as this because both are it's not even extreme (laughs) like Like, it's just like yeah there's like two 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 types of people were protesting and it's like no dude it's so much more yeah and also like what the fuck are they protesting versus the Black Lives Matter protests that the state is killing black people and they don't they're not yeah, accountable exactly. to it whatsoever that that's a different issue yeah. <laughs> like you have people have a fucking right to be angry and horrified by racism I thought there was a really good point made by um on Rev Left uh since <laughs> we forgot to mention that we didn't do like any preparation for this this episode oh yeah um we're just off the cuff kind of like improvised we're just like we got to do another episode talk about some shit so like i listened to a recent rev left episode and they were talking about it was a a response to like the insurrection or riot or whatever you want to call it and they were talking about how these trump supporters they're really like um the the marxist term is like petty bourgeois which Mm -hmm. is like upper middle class sort of like small business owners who um they saw like themselves being kind of victimized by the uh, pandemic and how like they might have been losing revenue and stuff like that but also just you know the white nationalist ideology Mm -hmm. and stuff um because like if you think about how like this was a wednesday and people were flying in from around the country 
like this isn't like a working class crowd you know yeah you can't like if you're like struggling like most like you know the whole working class is in the u.s especially now you can't afford to just fucking like fly to washington dc on wednesday uh yeah so that was one aspect of it where some people don't realize the class dimensions of of fascism and how um throughout history in the 20th century like fascist movements have been used to sort of protect the capitalist class against more of like a labor movement or a left-wing movement in during times of like economic crises and stuff like that yeah thing about covid is that um this was three days ago was the record number of deaths in the u.s yep. in one day four thousand four thousand and eighty five there's some so, crazy number of way like, to go everyone yeah cases like 20 something million or something yeah within like since 2021 has begun which has only been like 10 days oh right right something some crazy number i should look it up yeah, I've I've been wanting to write or talk about like the different um responses between capitalist countries and socialist countries. But I didn't I don't have it like researched very well, but if I mean anyone can kind of look up the numbers, especially countries like Vietnam and Cuba where it's like very few cases, uh very few deaths. Vietnam for a while had zero deaths for several months yeah. during the pandemic. China, like, did the, basically this massive response and lockdown, and they basically, like, just, uh, just conquered the, the pandemic, basically, like, it's pretty incredible, um, and that's where it emerged first, not necessarily where it started, but where it was isolated as COVID-19. Yeah. Because there are other, there are, like, um more reports of like um people having antibodies in you know europe and the u.s previous to when it was first found like discovered in in wuhan so i mean there's still not a consensus on like where it, where it started yeah yeah i think that yeah that whole thing of just like how it's been handled differently perfectly represents the fact that like it isn't just one big thing that's happening to everyone and like, oh, you can't do anything about it because it's a pandemic. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, no. Yeah. This is... We know people. ...being handled. <laughs> we're not, <laughs> we, not going to mention any names, but we know people who have the attitude, well, it's just, you know, people die. You got to just... Yeah, it is what it is. It's a pandemic. <laughs> it's a public health yeah. thing. It just happens. And it's like, no, it fu- well, first it of all, no, it fucking it doesn't needs happen. To be, this is crazy. Yeah, that this it needs to be the highest priority. Yeah. If like, this is like a big, a big, big, big deal. And yeah. it should be treated like a big deal. And it is being treated like a big deal in some places and then in other places. I also saw this um, 
it was like a what's it called it's like that research center the pew pew research center whatever oh yeah pew research yeah. and they released like 20 shocking findings from 2020 and one of them was like <laughs> basically other countries perception of the u.s just like went down oh so hard during 2020 because of the handling of the covid pandemic and probably yeah. a lot of other reasons but it's just kind of like it was already pretty, pretty low. yeah because it's like <laughs> yeah just all the fucking like right-wing rhetoric about like we're number one usa usa and it's like this is this is this is a bullshit dumpsters fire disaster and the whole world is watching us go down in flames literally the fire festival of countries yes exactly (laughs) oh god yeah and then even before like i remember the statistic that was like uh from these various surveys like global surveys and the u.s was seen not it was not even close like the u.s was seen as the greatest threat to world peace it was like so we're like number one and then like the worst like most like incarceration like and like maternal deaths or something too yeah 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 and like cuba has surpassed the u.s in like life expectancy yeah despite the blockade yeah it's like oh my god it's amazing yeah so yeah like usa number one but like just for bad stuff yeah Pretty much any, like, horrifying thing you could imagine is going on. Yeah. Inequality, all that Extreme inequality, like, like beyond anything you could ever imagine. Like, three owning, yeah. yeah. Three, three guys owning more than half the population. And it's, it's like, like, crazy how... I don't know. I just never... And maybe I just didn't realize what was going on when I was younger, but just... I was, like, you know, you in, like you know english or literature class and you're reading these like dystopian novels and you're like that's fucking crazy man wouldn't that be crazy (laughs) and then it's like yeah it's literally happening and then you look out the window and you're like oh what's is this a documentary or like a (laughs) fiction yeah (laughs) the documentary 1984 yeah Uh, yeah i'm like kind of nervous about social media censorship not not because of like trump getting um kicked off of twitter which by the way that's pretty funny yeah like i don't there's all these people saying like you know we got to watch out for you know what they're going to do next but like all they've been targeting like big corporations and the state have been targeting the left for like the entire history of this country yeah like I, I don't know. There's obviously examples of journalists, uh, obviously, or or even whistleblowers like Edward Snowden, and then there's like Julian Assange, who's not even American, and he's they're trying to extradite him to the U.S., which was recently denied. But um, I don't know. Like even like one of my favorite journalists, Max Blumenthal, he was arrested for like being. It was like some bogus charge that he like committed some violence which like they just threw out the case when he he was actually going to go to court but he like i don't know i just don't care that trump was censored from twitter because he was actually inciting fascist violence yeah you know but like for the left like it's i don't know i'm just like i'm kind of nervous because i'm becoming kind of prominent on instagram yeah (laughs) so so i'm like i'm just like wondering if like one day i'm gonna like try to open instagram and they're like uh you, your account you has been account deleted now. 
You fucking yeah. snowflake. <laughs> Go <laughs> drink a latte and get a real job. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I wanted to, I, I wanted to mention that like um cuz I don't know if some people are confused about this but like cuz a lot of people from that follow me on Instagram are probably going to be listening to this but like it's called this American left on Instagram but that's just like my Instagram. <laughs> uh Hannah has nothing to do with it. <laughs> so cuz some people are like they think it's like both of us several people oh they think it's either either both of us or like several people running the account or something really yeah because a lot of a lot of like political um instagram accounts there's like four moderators or some shit oh damn yeah no he's yeah, so putting in all this work himself yeah there's all these weird questions and like uh, i guess i'll say for um <laughs> some of my followers like Sometimes I'm a little overwhelmed, so I can't get to all the like messages and comments and stuff. Uh, but but just yeah, know that know. he loves That's and why... cares about each and every one of yeah, you. Yeah, I love you all, <laughs> except for the trolls. Fuck the trolls. <laughs> I had to deal with some trolls on a regular basis, I guess. But <laughs> whatever. Uh, what do they say? What do they say? I don't know. It's just usually conservatives who are like, they'll say the stupidest uh, recycled right-wing talking points about communism and stuff it just you know like the stuff we always make fun of or like we'll preemptively say those comments because they're yeah. so absurd we're just like venezuela iphone 100 million dead <laughs> uh human nature yeah like just like <laughs> incoherent like but uh i don't know but yeah i don't know what I was, where i was going with that other, other than basically the the instagram page that's just my fucking shit i don't know me shitting on yeah (laughs) he's famous Uh, and insta fame you should be jealous yeah you could one day be like me you just gotta you gotta pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah well you gotta find a good source of memes (laughs) (laughs) but i also make i also make some of the memes uh you gotta go to school for arts and design and then yeah, think you're not going to use true. that information and then years later then bam you're actually using a lot of those skills yeah well that's what oh that you're fucking me genius of, yeah well that reminds <laughs> that reminds me of uh how i'm kind of working on a book i guess i could talk about that oh yeah i'm kind of working on a book no big deal i'm kind of like <laughs> kind of a big deal no no because i was like designing covers like cover ideas for the book and i was realizing that like my art school uh training was like coming in handy yep. you because know? i was just doing photoshop and the same thing with the instagram stuff i guess you know i i took a lot of school i took a lot of college courses <laughs> So I feel like, I don't know, I'm using some of it, which is cool. For sure. No, you've got like a full journalism setup going. You're using all the different skills. Yeah, I had a really weird experience with like going back to school after already getting a bachelor's degree. And like, I I was going to be like, I was going to go into social work and then I switched it to like journalism. Wait, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was very much like the initial plan, and then once I, I was like, I could only take like uh, two or three courses per Whoa. semester or something, and I was like, okay, this is going to take like 10 years, so I was like, all right, I'm just going to 
add my previous credits to this degree of like journalism and then I switched it to so I took some journalism and then I switched it to graphic design but it's actually kind of cool because now I'm using like all that stuff mm-hmm. with fucking Instagram and writing and podcasting and like the book that I'm working on which is I guess I'll just say it is kind of a compilation of political um, commentary that I've written over the last four years and then it's gonna be like I'm going to edit it a lot so it's better <laughs> and then um, write a preface and an afterword so it kind of neatly uh, encapsulates all of the ideas or whatever. But it's going to be kind of like a alternative history of the Trump years, I guess, because that's basically when I was responding to current events and just writing op-eds and stuff, so... Watch stay for that tuned. and <laughs> stay tuned, folks. Coming up in like, I don't know, five or six months, I might be almost kind of done with it. I don't know. You got a lot of good things coming your way, folks, so keep your <laughs> eyes peeled. You sound like a DJ. <laughs> yeah, folks, on the radio, we got Ted from New yeah, York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hello, folks. Um, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. We got to do more of this comedy stuff. For sure. For sure. What are you gulping there? <laughs> gulping down some. <laughs> I. Uh, I'm gonna gulp something. As as you know, our listeners may not know. I've been on a London fog kick for a while. Um, what the hell is that? What, dude? I told you. I don't know anything about the hip, the hip kids. No, I told you so many times. It's basically really. Yeah, it's maybe I didn't. I don't know. I thought I did. It's basically. You probably told me like once. <laughs> All right. It's basically just like a tea latte. So it's Earl Grey oh, right. tea, yeah, yeah. and then you put some like boiling water on it, so you get some tea action going, and then technically you also put like vanilla simple syrup in it. And then you put mm. steamed oat milk in it, and it's basically just yeah, like a so. tea latte. But I was making them at home because I got on this obsession, and they're like seven dollars, yeah. even though it's just like literally you can make it at home. Yeah. And then I started making it at home, and then I ran out of oat milk, so then I had to go buy Jesus one today. Christ. I know, fucking horrifying. And. Uh, I tried to make myself some just some regular tea today, and it was just not as good. So not not the same. Not the same. I also before yeah, I make I still make coffee with a French press. Yeah. But anyway, what were you saying? Um. I remember one time when you made. You were showing us like cold brew, and you literally made coffee in the French press and just threw it in the fridge, and then like a couple hours yeah. later. It just fucking well, it was, poured it me probably, a glass. Oh. Or it was overnight or something. Yeah, it was overnight. It would have to be, yeah. And then I was just like, this is amazing. Dude, have you You probably haven't seen the new Borat, have you? No. <laughs> I have that I have that written down. Uh, I want to plug Borat 2. <laughs> Borat, Borat subsequent movie film. It is uh, very nice. Um, it's, it's pretty good. I like it. Uh, if you're a fucking snowflake, just... Avoid it, I guess. No, just kidding. No, it's actually like, it's like 
not as offensive as the first one. What? Uh, yeah. How is that possible? Well, I mean, it's it's really good political satire. Oh yeah. And they cut back on some of the more, I don't know. I mean, there's still anti-Semitism, but it's like. But he's Jewish. It's like, well, yeah, he's Jewish, so he can do it. He walks out into the synagogue with like this long nose and like devil oh, wings, my God. and he's like, because he's so depressed in this part of the story, and he's like, I just want these Jews to like eat me or something. But then they end up being really nice to him, and it's like this heart, this emotional, like heartwarming scene. <laughs> but I don't want to ruin everything to for everybody. Eat me. I, I, I feel like people, if they haven't seen Borat 2 by now, they probably aren't going to. Yeah, for sure. This is like fucking a month or something after it was, I don't even know, a month and a half. Or something. What was that but, Sasha Baron Cohen like skit that we uh, watched, maybe, where he. Or maybe, obviously, I don't was, know if that was... Was it L.E.G.? Old school L.E.G. or something? Well, he was... Like, he somehow... Talked to... Who's that guy that... Killed, Bernie Sanders. Killed his wife. <laughs> oh, that's... Um, the famous guy who killed shit. his wife. O.J. Simpson. Oh, Duh. O.J. Simpson, yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah, he there's, actually there's probably like, a few, but... talked to him... And pretty much got him to like admit that he did it, and he didn't even Holy know shit. it was Sasha Baron and Cohen, dude, because he. Was, oh yeah, he always wears disguises. Yeah, he was in shit. this hilarious disguise, and he was like, just saying all of these absurd things. And O.J. Simpson was kind of confused, but he definitely yeah. didn't know what was happening. Yeah, he he did. that might have been was that the recent show about like who is yeah. America or whatever the fuck yeah. it's called. Yeah, I've, I saw some of that. It was pretty good. It was like he was getting a Republican congressman to say like, yeah, like a four-year-old should ha- should be able to have a gun or whatever. <laughs> and like fucking crazy shit. It's amazing. Oh, my God. I should watch that. Oh, another. There's a scene. There's... Wait, go. Oh, wait. What were no, you saying? No, you go. No, you. Okay. Well, there's a, scene, there's a scene where like in the new Borat where like uh, his daughter eats she's eating these cupcakes and there's like a figurine it's like a baby figurine on top and so they like have this whole like um hilarious situational comedy where they go to a doctor but it's like a it's like a pro-life like counseling fucking thing where like (laughs) she says like i have a baby inside of me but it's like the figurine baby oh no they're making them think like she's pregnant and then Borat's like, and I was the one who put the baby inside her. No. And then it's like, it's like so funny. I don't know. It's just really good situational humor. Yeah. Stuff. Well, that kind of reminds me of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. Stuff that sure. happens in that show. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's a great show. I want to plug Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, plug Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> but if you're like me, I guess if you cringe easily. Yeah. I don't know if you'll be able to content handle warning it. for yeah content I'm just warning do a, for a blanket blanket content warning for, for cringe for Borat and Kirby and, and if you want to know more about cringe watch ContraPoint's video on cringe oh really she has one yeah I mean I might have seen it I, I get I furious I'm like yeah 
I didn't even like. I'm just gonna be completely honest. I didn't even watch the one about voting. I didn't I was either. Too well, with just knowing about it. <laughs> yeah, I. All right, but you know, you know the thing. Well, you. I think you always like ruin. I'm close. You ruin people for me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I cancel. I cancel people. Yeah. I'm like ah. No, ContraPoint's amazing. I love her. I'm not gonna say anything bad. <laughs> Are you out on ContraPoints? What does that mean? <laughs> Literally, out? me and my friend, we watch so much reality TV. And literally, like, we'll, like, if we're, like, really pissed at, a, like, not a character or a real person on the show, and we'll be like, oh, dude, I'm out on Adam, or I'm out on fucking Margarita or whatever their names are. Oh. And then something good happens, and we're like, oh, now I'm kind of in on that person. And then we're like, mm-hmm. okay. And then we're like, remember when this we is were. some of the new slang. Yeah. No, it's not. I don't know if it's real. We just. Make I, it up. Well, I say, uh, what What do I say? Not dank. I say that, of course. But I say based. No. Actually, I don't we say it. About I, I, I don't say it. I type it. I only type it. I never based say it. God? Except for that time when That's I just the thing? Based. Just because everyone keeps saying it as, like, amazing or awesome. And I'm like, okay, fucking based. Like a based turkey or something? What? It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. This is this is going in the outtakes. This is uh, Patreon only content, which is like worse than the yeah. rest. Of- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com/slash This American Left, folks. Yeah. I post. I used to post there, and I'm gonna do it again sometime. Yeah. Uh, to get paid, so. God, there's like one slang term that i just recently started to understand but i can't remember what it was i used to be really um opposed to i'm dead because <laughs> because it, it was like me growing up i would say like i'm dying like i'm dying of laughter you know but then people were just like dead, <laughs> D-E-D. I'm dead. I'm like, you can't you can't be like laughing at something if you're dead you fucking idiot <laughs> All the Zoomers are going to be like, this guy is canceled. No, I, dude, it's like the, the Zoomers. That's, wait, that, what is? <laughs> Zoomers is boomers. Zoomers is like Generation Z or something, right? What? It's like the youngest. Oh, the youngest Zoomers are kids. the young ones? Yeah, they're younger than millennials. Oh, okay. So they're the generation. That's my understanding of this. Um. I've never, I've never looked this up. What are they called like again? My. Z generation uh, Z. I've heard, I've heard the said. Yeah, I think yeah. Those kids are gonna be weird. Z, Let's talk about that. They're gonna be fucking communists immediately. <laughs> they're gonna be communists immediately. It's incredible. And they're gonna be socially weird from being inside. Oh my god! Yeah. For like years. Just staring at their phones <laughs> like they probably don't even know about COVID nineteen because they've been looking <laughs> yeah. at their phone for the last seven years yeah. since they were fucking. <laughs> well, they know about it, yeah. but they don't really. They know about like news. They're articles like, why would I go outside anyways? It doesn't yeah. change their life. I mean, that's at kind all. of how I am too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I go outside like once every other day to go on a walk, and then I'm like, all right, that was good. Yeah, Time I need to get, get back, back to my on my study. walk game. Yeah, actually, oh man, I could t- I could tell this story. I like my dogs were like getting kind of annoyed because I didn't give I didn't walk them yesterday, but then I finally walked them at like 8 p.m. or something and I discovered this little area that was by our apartment that was like uh 
there's like a astroturf lawn and like nice little park benches and stuff like that just like a little public area and there was a one of those community libraries which is like it looks like a birdhouse but it's just uh encased like oh with books yeah like a door yeah and you can just take take or give any books that you want so i'm gonna like look through my books and try to find some that i don't really want anymore uh that are gonna be like to radicalize people because there's one that's like a jacobin book called like the abcs of socialism Mm -hmm. um which i don't know because i have like my own specific views that uh are not always compatible with the jacobin style socialist kind of commentary but um i don't we don't need to get into that but i think it's a good place for people to start but like yeah i'm gonna go through and try to try to radicalize people i think that's a good kind of if you if you all have those community libraries little stands with books it's a good like springtime fucking, activity just yeah fucking throw people. a communist manifesto or like whatever yeah throw some angles or marx or lenin state and revolution or something throw some of that in there and you know just watch it bloom <laughs> you see someone like burning those books <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they come together yeah <laughs> liberals and fascists come together to fight communism <laughs> oh my god this is amazing probably gonna happen. yeah <laughs> it's good good material you know yeah it's improvised yeah that's right oh that's Top something i've been saying a lot recently and it makes me feel like i'm like someone's aunt from like small town wisconsin wait what have you been saying like someone will say something and I'll just be like, "That's right, that's, that's right." right. Yeah. <laughs> I I say there you go a lot. Yeah, there you go. I think it was because uh, Aaron Aaron Mate, one of my favorite journalists, oh, when he's God. doing interviews, he's he's Gabor Mate's son. Everyone check that out. It's check crazy, out Gabor Mate. Crazy dynamic. Yeah, check out. Gab- I'm gonna plug Gabor Mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking. Genius. Oh man, but uh. Yeah, for sure. There's an interview between, there's several between Gabor and his son, Aaron. Check out Aaron Mate, y'all, if you want to learn about why Russiagate was fucking st- stupid conspiracy theory. It looks exactly um, like his dad. I just looked him up. Yeah, without the wild hairdo. Yeah. Not even, wild in a good way. Yeah. I'm going to get, get some pushback for saying that. I'm just his, kidding. <laughs> his face is so wizened. Yeah, it's like weathered with knowledge. Weathered with yeah, like, weathered with really good <laughs> ideas, and he's just he's got like, like really oh kind man. eyes. But he just oh yeah. god, he's fucking amazing. I love him. So like much. I want him to be like my grandpa. Or something. Yeah, I want him to be my grandpa so bad. Oh, Aaron Mate <laughs> is hot. Wow. I mean, basically, if I was not as straight <laughs> you're I'm, just I like if i was if I was less straight no i can recognize when men are hot a lot of there's a lot of hot men i think that's just left. like basic on the left yeah for sure on the left okay for sure i like what bill hicks says about uh people who believe in evolution they always look very unevolved <laughs> <laughs> wait who don't believe people who in don't evolution? believe in evolution <laughs> they're oh, fuck, I fucked it up i'm gonna start that over uh like how bill hicks <laughs> Bill Hicks says, people who don't believe in evolution, they always look very unevolved. Okay. God damn it. I'll probably keep all that in, because I'm just like... (laughs) 
having a tough time. You get a Darwin Award for that. Yeah. Actually, Darwin Awards would probably go to the fucking reactionary uh, insurrectionists. Yeah, for sure. Trump, yeah. Oh, that's kind of mean. The, the whole... No. I like the whole, uh, yeah, it's mean, but whatever. I'm not going to shed a tear for a fascist. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, right. That's right. <laughs> but um, the, I like I like this, don't um, play stupid games, win stupid prizes is like the main, the main commentary on the whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw this stupid fucking tweet that was like, basically like the person who was killed at the insurrection they were like whatever her name is like ashley babbitt or whatever and then they were like yeah killed by capital police say her name or whatever yeah something they would never do before if it was just yeah. an innocent black person yeah. being murdered yeah and i was just like that's disgusting yeah definitely yeah it's a double standards coming out and the hypocrisy it's just like so overwhelming People who are the most in favor of, like, law and order and all that bullshit. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then the other thing that's annoying is, like, people, like, even because... Oh, yeah, it was crazy that all of this was happening when I was at work because I was just, like, there's some historic event happening and everyone was, like, looking at social media and then people were, like, trying to watch what was happening in the break room on the TV. We were all just standing there, like, what is this? And, uh... Then, of course, there's people who are like, well, obviously, they just need more police. Like, this is the problem. They need more police. <laughs> and I'm like, more I'm like the police are letting them. Like, I just kept being like, yeah. the police don't care. Like, yeah, they need more police to, like, coordinate with the fascists to do a coup or something. Yeah. And apparently. Oh, my God. Like, I this is so fucking childish that I was reading like a play by play of the insurrection from like journalists who are inside the capital that were just gonna they were just gonna report on like the normal proceedings right before any of this started happening and it was just like verbal accounts oh, yeah. by them all the different people on like everything that happened along the way and apparently like as it became known that they were like basically trying to break in the like democrats were like saying like call Trump up and tell him tell him to call his people off or whatever. And then the <laughs> Republicans were like, I bet you're glad you didn't defund the police now. Yeah. Shut the they fuck up. They always have, up. like, the worst takes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or they're just like, no, it's... There's, like, literally a congressman who is like, actually, we think that this is Antifa. Yeah. We have pretty good sources. Like, I don't know. It's just so absurd. It's like fucking there's some tweet where it's like yeah me and my 19 year old skinny white anarchist we dressed up as 45 year old diabetic (laughs) repairmen or something like that (laughs) it's just like to to blame this on trump's yeah it's like okay yeah yeah i don't know of course it's just it's just a a continuation of their conspiratorial thinking yeah Uh, which is how we got there in the or they got there in the first place yeah yeah, I don't know, folks. That's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> just like trail off. <laughs> just like slugs. I'm just gonna. When I edit it, I'm just gonna f- fade out while we're still yeah. talking. <laughs> no, you should. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, then we gotta talk for a few more minutes. I'll start the fade out right here. No, I'm no, just kidding. Yeah.
No. Thank you. I'll cut out a lot of this horse shit. This terrible stuff. <laughs> horse shit. Terrible. <laughs> horse shit. I'll clean up a lot of this horse shit. <laughs> Gotta clean this town up. I'm Joe Biden. I'm gonna I'm gonna clean this this country up, you know. I'm gonna unite everybody. I don't know why he's talking like this, but He's this like is his so I'm like, Joe Biden. Uh, he's always You know the thing. <laughs> he's like he's very so cool. like casual about things he's like now trump i need to tell you to get these people off we need to (laughs) let my people go yeah (laughs) he's like this is a siege on the capitol like bro aren't you like (laughs) feel a little strongly about this or no (laughs) no he's so into bipartisanship and compromise that he'd be like how about you take half your (laughs) fascist thugs you can leave half we're gonna meet in the middle (laughs) You know, I get things done. I come yeah. to Washington, I get things done, okay? I've been around a long time. His, I know how to get things done. His accent sounds like George <laughs> W. Bush. <laughs> oh, whoops. Come over to my ranch. <laughs> my ranch is... Uh, I spend a lot of time on my ranch. Milk and cows. They keep me Milk away and from ladies? the Oval oh, Office. No. I, I, let, I, let Dick, I let Dick do a lot of the work. He's, he's in charge of the foreign and domestic policy, but, you know, I'm out here on the ranch... I want to plug. I want to plug the real. movie Vice. <laughs> yeah, Vice. That's watch Vice. Movie. Also watch. Uh, what the fuck is that movie? The Big Short. Watch The Big Short. It's the same. The same guy, Adam McKay. I mean, he's kind of like more of like a liberal, I would say, but uh, but the movies are well done, and like, it's kind of like when people just find out about something that's horrifying, and they're like, "Oh my god," that's kind of like. That's how, some of these movies yeah that's how you feel after you watch both of these even if you already knew what happened yeah even if you yeah it, it's just solid what we, we're plugging what else are we gonna plug some music oh Char, um charlie crockett if y'all i think we already country... no we didn't no i don't think so because we the last time we were plugging stuff was like in october or something because <laughs> i don't know when i but Charlie Crockett is a good country musician that I would say just listen to Welcome to Hard Times, I think is his recent mm-hmm. album. But yeah, we're just we're just getting any um, we're just saying anything if, to, to uh, fill this is all filler. <laughs> if you're into EDM, I'm gonna plug the oh, I sound like an old man when I say the group. No, listen to Big Gigantic, specifically the album Brighter Future. Because it's got a lot of hmm. got a lot of bangers and yeah, you really just can't deny some good big G. Also Cherub. Yeah, dog. An instant classic. Cherub, yeah. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, good Cherub music. is like just very feel good. Feel good, music. yeah, exactly. He's like a, a squirt a squirty little prince replica. I don't even know how to, no, there's two dudes. How to describe the vocal style. Oh yeah, but yeah. That's true, there's two dudes. It's like, yeah. All right, Very that's much, all we got. Uh, <laughs> club, like going to the club, yeah. doing. All the lyrics are about drugs and women and you know, like relationships. I mean. Yeah. It's really something good to distract you from the horrific dystopia. For sure. It's <laughs> right outside your window. And oh, then... also, I want to plug guns. Buy guns. Um, <laughs> I just, I just bought another. I just bought another clip. What's that? A magazine. Oh. Get that. Get that soon. Get that money. Get Gotta that get bread. Get a lot of clips. Get a lot of yeah. Get a lot of ammo and and uh, magazines for your guns. 
get a lot of money, food, supplies, water. <laughs> go to <laughs> therapy, yeah, <laughs> or just go <laughs> learn karate. Yeah, learn um, martial arts. Try and get enough sleep. You could buy pepper spray. You don't have to buy a gun. I gotta emphasize, like, because we're just dicking. Yeah, if right you guys now, are but... suicidal, don't buy guns. Buy pepper spray and don't pepper spray yourself. There's those be- there's those beanbag guns you can get um, if you don't want to kill anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm cutting all this. I'm at this level. Like, but if you do, like <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, knives, don't do as we do as we say, not as we do, but also don't do as we say. Yeah, yeah. This is all satire. This is all for humorous purposes. Yeah. Purposes for 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 legal reasons. Everything. Yeah. We talk say, to my lawyer. Uh, uh, if you just, got a problem I mean, with me, talk to we my say lawyer. Is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And if you don't oh, want to be listening to this podcast, then get the fuck out of here. All right, what? I could I could tell a really a really brief story because you mentioned lawyer. Sure. There was this time where, okay, Gavin McGinnis, he's like the fascist founder of motherfucking Proud Boys, right? His isn't he I, I like very, from Vice? Yeah, yeah, he's the co-founder of That's Vice. Yeah. Disturbing. Fucking scary, but yeah, Vice is actually uh, they perpetuate American like imperialist propaganda. That's something you should know. Look it up on the Gray Zone and some other moderate rebels podcast and stuff. But yeah, they did a paid paid advertising for like Saudi Arabia too. Um, but <laughs> where was I going with this? Oh yeah, so Gavin McGinnis's lawyer called me a an Iranian bot on Twitter. <laughs> called you? Okay. Yeah, me, because I, I, I don't know the context, but it was just a funny story, because I was like, it was it was like the um, Anchorman <laughs> little meme where he, where he's like, I'm not even mad, I'm not even mad, that's amazing. He <laughs> called uh, you in a Iranian yeah, bot. Yeah, I was like, D- don't you mean Russian bot? Like, where is this coming yeah. from? That could be like a Guatemalan bot. Like Anything. How do you know what? Yeah, like, what type Jesus of Christ. bot? It's incredible, yeah. <laughs> But I, I love that argument of, like, just anything you disagree with. Like, oh, you're a Russian, you're a Putin's puppet. You're a Chinese propagandist. I don't know. Yeah, this is just filler, too, I guess. <laughs> Slowly <laughs> sinking into nothingness. We both just fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. No, f- folks, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> we are very sorry. No, but this is the whole, the whole concept behind this podcast. This is why we can we can justify it because the whole idea was that we like Hannah and I just have these like crazy conversations for like an hour. Exactly. And then we were like, let's do a podcast where it's the same thing. But sometimes like, it's better than record. this. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we just wanted to emphasize that this is <laughs> improvised. We just want to emphasize but, um, that this is. A unique Horrible. situation, <laughs> yeah. No, I think there was some good stuff. We're doing like a post game show. Like, what do you think? Yeah, of this play episode? by play. No. Anyways, we should probably yeah, stop but, now um, while we're not ahead. Yeah. So look up our other episodes. We did a great episode with Brett O'Shea from Rev Left. Um, that was a good one, and we did a few other ones where we did research on things. And we will be back with another episode about the student debt crisis so stay tuned folks thanks for listening Uh, we really appreciate it